Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, Vans Volleyball Training Program returns next year. But before that gets underway, it's a little get-together to pique your interest. We'll show you how to go. And we'll hear from the city of Waco on whether this past weekend's rain had any effect on the drought. Plus, we're, having, we're taking a look at a new lawsuit against social media giant Meta involving more than 40 states. KWTX at 4 starts now. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Keisha Lopez and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Welcome to the yes. 4 o'clock show. You have not Welcome. been here before. It's your first time. <laughs> That's right. So, doing it for a couple days this week. We appreciate you being here. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Are you all dressed very much in the fall mindset? Because what <laughs> We're else feeling can you it, do? Huh? <laughs> you have to. It is so cold right now. Yes, Incredibly. it is. Camille, when I saw, like, the 40s, I'm like, what in the world? I know. It's real. I know. Plus, you throw in, like, like the rain, oh, too. Oh, and the like gusts. Yeah. Yes, and the wind. It adds extra factor for sure. I know we've got our long sleeves on yes. today. Mm -hmm. We are definitely just kind of skipped a fall and went right to winter, but we're kind of <laughs> wanting fall to come back. Well, so. it, looks, it looks great. It looks great. And you know, with that rain, it wasn't just uncomfortable. It actually caused some inconveniences too. This weekend, we had two parades in Waco Saturday. The first one, Baylor Home Homecoming Parade, went off without a hitch. That was great. Later in the afternoon, the Dia de los Muertos mm. Parade was pushed back an hour because of that rain. And I wanted to go to that one, but yeah. I was like, um, I don't think I'm ready just yet. Yeah. You know, being out there with the streets being wet. Right. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to go. Maybe next year. Hey, did you go to the first one or you're still like, this no. is a bucket list item? No, it's a bucket, bucket list, list item. item. <laughs> yes, I even have my dress that one of our morning producers, um, Alyssa, she bought for me from San Antonio and I still have not gotten a chance to wear it. And I was going to wear it out there, but yeah, the rain, it was just, it was just too dreary, but it looks like they had a wonderful time out there. I mean, even with the, you know, the wetter and more humid conditions, you know, people still were there. You could see even just from the video, the streets were crowded and everyone just enjoyed themselves. This one always draws a big crowd, rain or shine. Dozens of organizations, groups, and local businesses, they come out every year to participate in the festivities. So I hate I missed it. Maybe next year. That's okay. If you miss the parade on Saturday, yeah. you don't have to worry. You yes. can actually enjoy the parade from the comfort of your own living room, Keisha. You can bundle oh, cool. up okay. and you can see that on Telemundo on Dia de los Muertos. That will be on Wednesday, November first okay. this week yes. at 5 p.m. Cool. So another chance to see it. Check yes. it out. Beautiful, beautiful uh, ex spectacle there. Lots of costumes and, and gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and get to our daily four on this Monday. And this one's a little scary. The Food and Drug Administration is warning people not to buy certain eye drop products due to a possible risk of blindness caused by infection. The FDA's alert covers 26 over-the-counter eye drop products and they're marketed under the brands CVS Health, Leader, Rugby, Rite Aid, Target, Up and Up, and Velocity Pharma. And if you have them, the FDA says stop using them. The agency recommended the manufacturer of these products recall all lots last week 
Investigators found unsanitary conditions in the manufacturing facility where the critical drug production areas tested positive for bacteria. So several retailers already took these off the shelves. The FDA has not gotten reports of eye infection associated with the eye drop products yet, which is good news, but they're trying to prevent this from actually happening. And you know, we earlier this year reported mm -hmm. on those very serious cases where some people had to have their eyeballs removed oh, yes. surgically because they were so damaged by some of the bacteria. I believe those were made overseas, I believe in India at a, at a factory there. I'm not sure where these were made, but during an inspection, they noticed oh. the, the bacteria. So. And I'm going to tell you, I was definitely paying attention to this story mm. because over the weekend, I was wearing my glasses. Yeah. And as you can see, I've got my contacts in and I'm, I'm really obsessive about washing, mm -hmm. you know, washing my hands mm -hmm. before I touch each lens. Yes. It's really ridiculous, but um, that's not ridiculous. I can't, no. but, you know, but when you go to the, when you uh, think about these uh, companies making these products for yeah. your body, like sure. It's, it's definitely alarming. I've got some old stuff that I'm still using, but probably well, check and good. make sure it's not. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it isn't. The, it the, isn't. Go to the FDA website if you are curious for yeah. yourself and see, make, see what's on the list. But yeah, that's good to, uh, good to be aware of for yes. sure. That's the number two in our daily four. All right. Uh, so your favorite instant ramen. You know, growing up, we called it Raymond, <laughs> but ramen <laughs> cup noodles is going green. For the first time in 50 years, Nissan Foods USA says its cup noodles will get new packaging. Starting next year, it will no longer be made from styrofoam. The cup will be made from paper, which is more environmentally friendly. The change also means you can cook the ramen in the microwave, which eliminates, you know, the need to boil the water. Don't worry, the cup noodles recognizable logo and box won't change. However, the plastic wrap around the cups will now come in a sleeve, you know, uh, and those are going to be made from, of course, recycled paper. Mm -hmm. So I was one of those, unfortunately. I still put that styrofoam in the microwave. <laughs> I was so paranoid about that. My dad drilled into me, don't microwave styrofoam. That's true. Don't do it. And so, yeah, I, I was definitely the boiling water guy or heated up in a cup, you know, mm -hmm. in the microwave and then put that in. But okay, let's talk about this fun phenomenon. So cup of noodle, right? People call it cup of noodle still. Uh -huh. And do you know why? No. Okay. No, I don't know. I had why to either. look it up because we all thought we just imagined it in our yeah. society. It was created in 1971, and when it hit the U.S. in 73, it was marketed as cup of noodles. It ah. hit the shelf. It was cup of noodles for oh, a long time. But in 93, okay. it changed. Okay. In 1993, they changed it. But so many folks hmm. had been, it became part of the culture, part right. of our society, cup of noodle. It's fun to say. And then they messed with perfection and they changed it to cup of noodles. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's still delicious. <laughs> still delicious. But cup of noodles, that's where it came from. That's yeah. interesting. I didn't, I think I had my first cup noodles. Uh huh. Um, probably after college. You know, uh, then, you know, we so were in the So two dorm. years ago? Yes, girl. <laughs> of course. You know. But no, seriously, but I just, called it cup of noodles, mm -hmm. you know, cup of noodles. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a huge ramen person, but my husband is, and mm -hmm. because as a call or a, as a high schooler, mm -hmm. my mother-in-law was like, this boy just eats so much, and like, it's after school <laughs> he's right. eating, it's, it's before it's dinner he's eating, so I think that's uh -huh. kind of where that came from too, yeah. and always does the boiling water. Mm -hmm. But I have a question, so you said the, the paper, or the wrapping's gonna be paper. Uh, it's but gonna come in a sleeve. Mm -hmm. Okay, but does that mean the cup is still styrofoam, or the cup's gonna be paper, it's paper. and the, the sleeve is paper? paper. Mm -hmm. Everything's like paper. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everything's paper. Got it. Yeah. That'll be good for recycling too. At least the it outer would. layer. Yeah. <laughs> Microwave away. Go for okay. it. You, you can do it now. Feel safe and feel safe about it. So number three in our daily four.
All right, if you visited New York City, the subway stations can sometimes be a frightening place. And when you add Halloween <laughs> into the mix, well, <laughs> you can create a spooky new backdrop. Yeah. Photographer Seymour Lich uh, has documented the outlandish and peculiar parade of party goers, the subway for nearly two decades. Now he has put it all together in a book. Oh. You want to know what it's called? What? Halloween Underground. Ah. <laughs> there are appearances by classic horror villains like Pennywise oh and Mike Terry Miles, right uh, Mike Myers, but glittering angels, a frog prince, and other unfortunately uh, light. They're all in there. Or, or like, Everything yes, you can kind of think yeah. there. Uh, oh like my. said, he went on and he noticeably saw a drop in originality. So he kind of just said, Let, these are the ones that are going to be in there. Let's stick with that. He says this work showcases the oh, fantastical oh, wow. ride throughout the underbelly of New York City. Wow. If we see more, I want to kind of comment. Okay, this is great. So we got two foxes there, uh -huh. like sly foxes. What else do we have coming up? I'm, I'm kind of amazed by people's creativity too. Oh, okay. That's that one would freak me out. That's that a scary one. Yeah. That's, that's the ring. The ring. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, yeah. that's, so I've never been to New York before. Mm -hmm. This would alarm, definitely alarm It's me. probably the most same <laughs> thing like, you'll you, see on the subway. I've seen some very crazy things on the subways up there. I'm sure like anyone you, who's lived, yeah. You go down and then you go back up. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, next train, oh, wow. thank you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but those are creative for sure. And the Halloween spirit, it definitely feels like it finally. I mean, not that we love the you know cold and dark conditions, but it does feel like the spirit of the season. It's still spooky. Yeah. So. Are your kids dressing up? They, well, we have. So we've done a little couple of trunk or treats mm -hmm. and um, they had little Halloween parties at school. Aww. So, you know, they have the costumes. I don't know if we'll actually go out yet or not because we have candy. So mm -hmm. if we don't have to get out, maybe we'll stay at home and put on a fire and watch a spooky movie but yeah these temperatures I get to say a pun here they are bone chilling temperatures. Oh, Losing <laughs> live over Lake Waco on the New Sense Skycam Network. More your forecast coming up in just a few minutes. All right, so for more than two years now of course Central Texans have been urged to conserve um, you know, water amid the uh, water crisis that we've been having in the city of Waco. You know, like Waco, those levels have been right. low. Yeah, and over the weekend, we saw that rain across the region that actually had a significant impact on Lake Waco. Here to tell us more is Jessica Emmett Sellers with the city of Waco. So thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, this is some good news, obviously. Yeah. You know, before this rain, the city of Waco was actually in stage two water restrictions. Now we have some new guidance as of a couple of hours ago. So where are we now? Yeah, so right now, because of that significant rainfall, we've been able to completely rescind our water restrictions so oh. we're back to normal yeah so no stage so no stage yes no stage. no okay, stages good. yeah hmm. so what are good. the differences between the stages yeah so the most significant thing for um, kind of just residents was that everybody had two days of watering outdoor watering that they were um, mandated to and so now that those restrictions have been limited or have been lifted so that people can water any day anytime you mm -hmm. know that kind of thing okay cool. last year you know you were here talking about the other aspect of this the conservation aspect of mm -hmm. it and we showed some images we're gonna pull up here in a minute yeah. um, uh, comparing Lake Waco from 2020 versus 2022. Mm -hmm. So there you can clearly see the difference. Do you feel like we're closer now to those 2020 levels? Definitely, yeah. So we're, yeah, like I said, back to back to where we want to be um, as far as the levels go. And you can see the significant, you know, the difference in the amount of beach that's showing. And, wow, and so we should, we should start to look more like that 2020 picture. Beautiful. One of the things I think about is, um, you know, people swimming, obviously not this time of year, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, just, uh, you know, people making plans even just to, to go and, you know, hang out at the parks there, you know, we're seeing levels that are a little bit higher yeah. than, than they typically have been. Um, so what, 
what what do you think people should should know about you know these lake levels you know I, I know our meteorologists you know they talk about it mm -hmm. you know uh, they use the terms lake levels all the time but I don't know if people really understand how that correlates with what they use at home sure so um, so yeah the lake level there are a lot of variables that go into what um, makes the lake level go up and down so yeah. a lot of its weather when we talk about rain coming from the watershed and yeah. so kind of north and west of us mm -hmm. and it flows down but then there's also you know the temperature how much it's evaporating wind can blow water off the surface you know so that can that can affect it so when we have a lot of wind um, that can affect it so when people are out kind of uh, you know using our lake for recreation that's mm -hmm. that's excellent so it's great that we're able to do that and just kind of maybe appreciate that yeah. we have we have that because people are still use. fishing right I, I believe so yeah I know we have some video from earlier today mm -hmm. we want to show you and as we you know, mentioned that the lake did rise 14 feet over the weekend yeah. we've seen some images of flooding uh, for areas along the Bosque River as well as homes impacted by the rain so are there any other cons or negative impacts to the water rising so much in a short period of time that folks should be aware of yeah so when you talk about the flooding and that water moving sometimes you'll see entire tree trunks you know mm -hmm. so yeah. if you are in a boat or a kayak or something you don't really want to get in a fight with a tree trunk you know right. so, Good point. so that's something that, that we can definitely like watch out for um, and then there are other uh, you know a handful of other plumbing issues and things like that mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that can definitely happen backups and, and things so just it's a lot of water fell in a very yes. short period of time. <laughs> yes is there anything else people need to know about, um, I guess, the drought right now, about the rising, yeah. finally, lake levels? Yeah. So, I mean, while this is really good news, the thing that we want to, like, keep emphasizing to people is that we're going to have another hot summer. Yeah. You, we know that, oh, right? True. So so conservation is something we have to think about all year long, not just when it gets hot. Mm -hmm. And so for people to really continue to be mindful about their water usage, uh, make sure maintenance-wise that you're keeping up with any leaks that you might have, because mm -hmm. those can use a lot of water, and it's not doing anybody any good. It's just going somewhere, oh, you yeah. know? So so that's something to definitely keep in mind. Yeah, save on your water bill and also help the greater good that's by, by doing true. that. Yeah. What you, you've had to come and talk to people about, you talked to us about this last year about mm -hmm. the drought issue, but now you could give some good news. Yeah. That's the, what does that feel like to be able to share the good side of things? No, then? that's excellent. That's what this morning I knew that today was going to be kind of a crazy day. Yeah, we were going to have to get all our ducks in a row, but it is great to be able to share good news with people that, you know, one less thing to worry about yeah. for, for a minute. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. you know, I talked to my mom actually before I came in oh, today, yeah. and she said, girl, I had the guy out here. He was turning off my the pipes for the sprinkler system oh, because oh, yeah. even in Arkansas, they're expecting there. a freeze. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. so to not have that water leak, you know, yeah. later on yeah. and, and really waste uh, she's making you know taking those precautions now that's important so I'm yeah, sure a absolutely. lot of us are doing the same thing do you think that people did a pretty good job when it was time to do that conservation on our own that the people did previously and or they could can we do better as a community so we think? can always do better right yeah. Um, but yeah I think I think overall people were, were definitely concerned um, kind of looking out watching what other people were doing you know that kind of thing um, and, and I think we we did see kind of normal usage patterns, so that's good. We didn't see a big spike in usage or anything like yeah. that, so that was good to see. So where should people go to keep up with, you know, the latest? Yeah, so the city website, we always make sure that's um, up to date with those new, the new restrictions or the, or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's always good. We also have conservation tips on there that people can use. And like you talked about, you know, freezing, that's something we're looking forward to. Mm -hmm. And we'll have some tips there of people to kind of help winterize and, and stay safe that way. Yeah, we're talking about winterizing now, right? Right. <laughs> but that QR code on your screen right now, will show you all that information from winterization to, again, the update you talked yeah. about today. So scan it with your phone or your tablet, and it'll take you right there if you want to check that out. Uh, we're just so lucky to house this great, wake, uh, great 
great lake like Lake Waco mm -hmm. in the Central mm -hmm. Texas community. It just adds a quality of life, doesn't yeah, it, to, to the area? Yeah, and like I said, we're really lucky that it, it not only provides our drinking water, but it's a source of recreation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful to look at. Yeah. If you go to the sunsets, are awesome. So, you know, that's something that we can all really enjoy. Yeah. Coming down Lakeshore Drive off that I top of the it. hill by Mount Carmel, it's my favorite place. Yeah, yeah. It, just look at that beautiful view. It's mm -hmm. gorgeous, and it, it's, a, it's a true asset to yeah. the community, so we're lucky. Thanks yeah. so much. Glad yeah. to have the good news thank today. You. We appreciate yeah. you bringing it. Absolutely. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. All right, thank Absolutely. you. And there is much more to come straight ahead. Still ahead on KWTX4. Early detection is critical to prevent diabetes, health issues. After the break, we're sharing five tips you can do to stay healthy. Welcome back. Well, physical activity is one of the most important things people can do to improve their health. That's right. Health experts say being active, you know, physically can improve your brain health, reduce the risk of disease, strengthen your bones and muscles, mm -hmm. and improve your ability to do everyday activities. Yeah, for adults, the CDC recommends about 150 minutes of physical activity every week. And for children, the amount of physical activity really just depends on their age. Yeah. Six through 17, encouraged to be active for 60 minutes a day. Yeah, so uh, here in Waco, we have an individual who is passionate about getting people of all ages ages up and moving around. Joining us now is Chief Fun Officer of Be Awesome Now, Van Davis. Thank you so much. Thank you so for being much. here. It's so nice to see you. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's start with um, the volleyball clinic yes. that is happening this weekend. We've got the oh I haven't I haven't served in so just, long. It all came back. It all just came back. You've been I coaching, yeah, for more than 40 years now. Can you share with us, you know, sort of your philosophy? Well, volleyball is such a great sport. I played it in high school, in college, mm -hmm. coached collegiately for about six years, and came to Waco and started a Waco Juniors Volleyball Club. But I'm still coaching now just for new to uh, volleyballers, just mm -hmm. to come in and learn the game. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I do is I'm so fortunate to be able to, through volleyball, that I get to coach young girls to be a better human being. Mm. And volleyball, they're going to get better because mm -hmm. they come once a week. So that's that's given. Yeah. But if I can teach them life skills through volleyball, how mm -hmm. to be dedicated, how to be committed to something, mm -hmm. how to be on time, mm. how to be hardworking, yeah. how to be team player, all of that. Yeah. Because volleyball for most girls will end at high school. Mm -hmm. And then it's those things that they've learned from volleyball that they can take mm -hmm. for the rest of their life. And I'm just so fortunate to be able to do that. Being committed is, that's a great point you make. I never heard it put that way before, but that's so true. Mm -hmm. Any like sports really do teach you to be committed. That's a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing. Who can sign up for this volleyball clinic? What are the costs if they want to come? The, the cost is $30 a player and the clinic is for fourth through sixth grade, starting from two to 3.30. And for seventh to ninth graders is 3.30 to five o'clock and it's going to be at the Montessori School uh, gym on, uh, on Columbus Avenue. And again, for especially the younger age group, this is for all skill levels, mm -hmm. to be able to come and learn how to bump, set, and yes. spike. Yes. And for the older group, I'm hoping <laughs> to be able to, to just kind of see whoever shows up, mm -hmm. what is it that you need to work on? Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we'll focus on that. Yeah. For the older kids, you know, they have played volleyball before, but now it's just to refine their skills. Right. I have some friends in a league in New York City, and they take it very seriously. Oh. Commitment, they for sure learned that yes, part. Yes, yeah. volleyball can be pretty, pretty 
difficult uh, game, but fun. But fun, yeah. but fun. What are some other skills that they can learn, some of the, the girls? What else can they learn? Oh, as far as the volleyball Yes, is? yes. Well, they, the most basic thing is bump passing, mm -hmm. and then setting, mm -hmm. and then serving, mm -hmm. spiking, <laughs> defense, offense, transition, all kinds of things. Calling, communication. That's oh. another big life skill is to be able to communicate oh on yes ma'am off the court it's yes. just so many things that um, i get to do through volleyball we know there are a lot of special events that you're involved with in fact if you scan the qr code on your screen it'll take you to a place where you can find out about all of them but one event coming up saturday uh, this one's for adults so talk about the exercise band seminar yes hmm. well i'm going to switch gears okay let me get prop. this one too now okay. research, has shown, anyway. research <laughs> has shown that we begin to lose up to eight to ten percent of our bone uh, mass yes. and muscle strength per decade. So resistance training is so important for us to either maintain our strength and also to reverse that process. The older we get, the more we're going to have the loss. Mm -hmm. So by doing resistance band, it's going to help you maintain the strength or even reverse that. We can get stronger at any age. And yep. you can take it wherever you go. I know people traveling for yeah. the holidays or whatever. You can put these in your bag, and there I are lots of ways to do it. I already have in my suitcase. Yeah. Yes, in all my suitcases. Is there one that two people do to get, can do together? Oh you yeah, can show you, us? Can, you can each pull away. Yeah. Oh look at so that! Like a little, already pulled apart. Like oh, yeah, okay, my, I've got two arms. This is yeah. happening in my. Just uh, make, Keisha, don't let go. Right, don't <laughs> I know, let go. right? No, that's true. But but this is light and portable, and you can take it anywhere. And everything that you can do practically with dumbbells you can do with the bands. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing oh dumbbell curls, you can step on the band and curl it just like you're doing dumbbell curls. Mm -hmm. Very, very adaptable. And this could be great for adults, older adults. And it could be great for people in their 20s and 30s because mm -hmm. you know one band, you can, depending on where you hold the band, mm -hmm. this is going to be tighter mm -hmm. than if yes. you hold it further apart. Right. So one band can cater to all different body yeah. parts. Yep. And then the you can get your legs involved in this too. The legs too. can be involved as well. You can do squats and holding the bands, uh -huh. and that's going to give you some resistance. And the main thing is, whatever um, um, activity and movement that you're doing with the band, it just creates more tension for you. So that way you can get stronger. And uh, the clinic will be this Saturday at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to learn how to do each of the exercises correctly using the bands. You will leave there with an exercise band and a booklet, and also we're gonna do a mini workout so people would know what it looks like when you're actually doing this at home. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I went through this once upon a time and I had someone teach me all these different ways to use these bands. Yeah. Couldn't remember it now, so the booklet's good to have to refer back to. It's yes, excellent. Yes, that's correct. And by now everyone should know, the, uh, you are the pickleball queen of Central Texas. Yes. We, we know that you are. You started an <laughs> outreach program recently. We talked about this. How is that going? The, How is that oh, going? Oh, it's going wonderful. And you know, I, I do want, this is great. We love to invite people, as you can see on the screen. Monday, Wednesday, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Tuesday, Thursday, 68 p.m. It is free. And if you are brand new to pickleball, come and learn how to play. We reserve one court just to teach new to pickleballers. And now you're one of your directors, Alex, <gasps> actually comes and play. Mm -hmm. He okay. is great. And I think Celine was talking about coming, your producers. Mm -hmm. Now we just need the anchors to mm -hmm. come and join mm -hmm. us. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yes, I'm, I'm all about it. Okay. We do want to mention quickly the volleyball training program. I don't 
if we got to that, but talk about that a little bit if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, the volleyball training I do every year, and it goes from January until the end of April. And four months I get to work with these girls. Mm -hmm. And that's where that training for life comes in. As you can see, it's called Volleyball Training for Life uh, you, uh, at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about volleyball. It's about how they can be a better individuals. And there's going to be a meeting, interest meeting mm -hmm. this Sunday for okay. new families who might want to know a little bit more before they jump in um, at 3 o'clock uh, also at the uh, Montessori gym. Okay, perfect. Well, we appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. There's so much going on. I, you are always so buoyant and happy and you always spread the joy and the energy. So you you're, you fuel the fire for folks that want to do these kinds oh, of things. Well, we I appreciate so. you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, so you so much for allowing me to be here. Again, don't forget that QR code on your screen for more information. Excellent. This has been a Rogue Media Network 